Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. From the Fifth Quarter Studio in Madison, Wisconsin. You're listening to High School Hoops with your hosts, Steve Collins and Jake Steger. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the podcast. Very excited, excited to join us today. Before we jump in, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. Mention High School Hoops, Coach Unplugged, 5-Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast, Funnel Down Defense, whatever it is, whatever podcast you're listening to, and they will give you $400 off. It's the best discount out there. Uh, mention us, and they will take really good care of you. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Um, I literally just five minutes ago got off um, a uh, a call. Uh, I don't know. I think there were seven or eight teach hoopers on there we were talking pack line we were talking zone defense we were talking uh their teams um come over and join us become a better basketball coach work on your craft all right so um summer is upon us um and you know how can you how can you know if your players are committed i think that's a really important thing to think about um you know are they showing up in the gym are they doing the little things and and these are five kind of general things I th- I can tell. I think, um, you know, uh, first one is, are they showing up for the things that you're doing this summer? Are they showing up for workouts? Are they showing up for league play? Are they showing up for the stuff, the weight training? Are they showing up for team bonding things? I think that is the number one thing um, that you need to look at. So are they showing up? Okay. Um, the second thing is, when are they showing up? Um, are they showing up on time? Um, you know, uh, you know, are they, are they attentive? Um, so I'd put this maybe in, um, I'd put that as number two, you know, how are they showing up and then their attitude when they're there. So first of all, are they showing up as number one, but then two a and two B are, you know, are they, are they coming early? Are they arriving there, um, on time? And then what are they like? You know, is it mom and dad making them come? Is it like they feel they have to be there? So I think that is number two. Number three is how do they respond to your coaching? How do they respond to you being a master teacher and kind of trying to make them better at their specific craft? How do they um, how do they deal with that feedback? Okay. All right. Before we go any farther, I want to give a big shout out to Hoopsalytics. Um, They've become a sponsor of all of, of, of coach market, of teach hoops, of everything. And, um, you know, uh, they're, they're offering 25% off. It's a great tool. I will put the link down below. Um, it's hoopsalytics backslash teach, and they'll give you 25% off. Um, and it is literally every analytic thing you need to become a better basketball coach. You will love it. Um, this is a limited time thing. So if you're thinking about coming over and joining, I, I beg and pleaded for them to give me a, a discount to, to our listeners. And 
And that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to, to do that for all of you. Um, and, and I've said this on a couple of podcasts, but all of you should be breaking film down. I, I can't, I spent a third of my life breaking film down probably. And, uh, it is a great way, you know, having other people do it and having other analytics is fine, but this is, this is the way you want to go. And it's reasonable. It's, it's reasonably priced. It's like it, the, the, the analytics is great from a stats teacher. So go over and check it out. All right. So let's get back to, to the topic here. So number one was, are they showing up? Number two, a and two B are they on time and how is their attitude? Number three is how are they responding to coaching and to your specific feedback? Number four is what questions do they ask? You know, when you're teaching them, I don't know, the flex offense, no one probably really runs the flex anymore, but you're teaching it to them. What kind of questions do they ask? Um, you know, you can kind of tell how committed your students are in your classroom by the types of questions, the type of eye content that, that they make. Um, I think all of those things are very important. And then um, number five is, and this is a harder one, are they putting in the extra work? Now, I'm not talking, are they playing 87 different games? Because who cares? But are they putting the extra work in? And are they putting the extra work in before your workouts, before your practice? Um, you know, that, that you can tell the commitment by the improvement that you see and by the, by the work that they're putting in when no one's watching. Not the tweets, not the Facebook posts, not all of those things. Who cares? Like, um, you know, the kids that are doing that all the time, yeah. But, but are they putting in that extra work? And I think if you can, it, you, those five things will indicate to you the time and the dedication that they are putting into your team and are they committed to having a winning basketball program. So hopefully that's great. Make sure you go over and check out teachhoops.com. Make sure you go over and check out Dr. Dish and make sure you go over and check out Hoopsalytics. You are going to love it. All right. Have a great so day, everybody. Do the game breakdowns. So it all kind of nicely um, ties together. Well, for all the young, or for all the young, there's probably some young coaches listening to this, but all, for all the entrepreneurs, like I'll tell you, I'll tell you a couple. We were talking about my brother before. Um, he, he, there's a couple invented. He, he invented bendos. If you ever seen them, they're little like little figurines. Anyway, and they're oh, cool. and they look like little Gumby figurines. They're called bendos. I don't even think I have any in my office right now. But anyway. <laughs> And, and, and he started a toy company. He was running a toy company. So he, he was doing a photo shoot. I'll tell you, this is the funny part about being an entrepreneur. And he told me this story. And it's so true. So they're, they're, they, they built, they, they had these wooden fire trucks and police cars and stuff built for these little plastic, I don't know, four inch um, bendos, which they bent the, the arms bent and you could put them all over. Anyway, um, if you Google bendos, you'll see it. And as he's doing it, so he, he, he hires, you know, this company to come in and they're doing a photo shoot and they have the young and they have the, you know, the young kid there with it and the parents and stuff. And he's playing with the toys. Well, guess what? He's not playing with the bendos. He's playing, he, he's, he's playing with the, uh, he, he's playing with the, um, the uh, bendos, not the wooden toys. And initially he was going to sell wooden toys. And he uh -huh. goes, oh, I don't have to do that. I'm going to sell these plastic things I made for the wooden toys. And then he, that's how bendos were invented. Cool. Um, yeah, isn't it? It's like, and it's the same thing he invented. Um, he, he invented the rebound at the end of, uh, at the end of a, um, a driveway. You know, there's basically lollipops or there's those big plastic things. Well, he bent, he invented bendo. He invented the rebound, which it has a big metal stake and you can put it in the ground, even if it's frozen and it will bend down and come back up when the plows hit it. It's kind oh, of sweet. Yeah. Isn't it? I mean, so basically what I'm saying is you found something, this is where hoopsalytics was like, you probably saw something that was needed and then, okay, yeah. I'll pivot. And you know, that's probably the, I don't know, but that's probably part of the, the the birth of this is you you saw that and go oh crud something needs to happen i don't know I, yeah, you, yeah actually yeah the, the epiphany was I, I read some other uh, article about defensive accounting um and using uh, uh something called the hello sports code which is a thirty thousand dollar competitor to us um and i looked at this and it, and they had a video link stats um and one of the that's, i'll show you guys that in a little bit but the idea is you get your box score and you can click on a number and you can see uh, uh, videos of all those things. So if you got four turnovers, you click on number four, you see the four turnovers. I'm like, wow, that's super cool. I want to build that. Um, right. And then just, you know, and previously I was just using, you know, sort of a static um, 
score tracking things like, yeah, well, let's link the video together with the numbers. And then if I have all this, I can, you know, create a better in-depth analysis and see, you know, which sets are working, which players are performing and that sort of thing. And um, I've been working on this about a couple of years now. Um, I have a full season of uh, high school basketball under my belt with a lot of really cool data, which I'll share with you guys. And um, yeah, 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 that was so did you have any obstacles when you were building it? Like what uh, happened? When you, was there a Saturday night at 3 a.m. and you go, oh, crud? Because I remember my programming days is like, oh, crud, like he hit a wall. Yeah, uh, a lot of it just um, just trying to figure out which how to upload videos. You know, we initially started with YouTube um, and that was OK, although some people didn't like that. So we did like a different um, uh, a second option. Um, and then there's some problems with that. So we actually have three options for uploading. We can go to Vimeo, YouTube or regularly. Um, most of that stuff, like the, anytime you're like writing code, when you have to deal with something outside of the code uh, that you write, there's always problems. Yeah, um, like the integration. I'm a, I'm a big sort of fan of Vimeo. I'm a big fan of Vimeo. Yeah, yeah. No, Vimeo actually is, is worked pretty well. That's our default now. Um, but yeah, but we support you know three different ways to upload and. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean for people that want to, if you want, if for for the amount they charge you and the amount they let you store on video, I mean, obviously YouTube's free, but. I, I don't know. I just, I like Vimeo. I just think, I think the interface is, e I don't know. It just seems easy to me. I've been using it for yeah. a long time. Um, yeah, and uploading is a lot smoother too. So it is, it is, it is. It's yeah. It, but anyway, for anybody that's kind of jumping into that. So why don't you show us some stuff? Um, Cause I know you and I have, uh, have talked about a couple of things off, but I'd, I'd love yeah. to. Let me go ahead and share my screen and I'll okay. try to uh, talk my way through this for the people that are listening in the car. Yeah. And um, so people that are listening, we'll, we'll put this, I'll put the link for the YouTube channel on the bottom for people that are listening. If you're mowing the lawn or jogging or doing something like that, I'll put this. Uh, Cause sometimes it's more visual. Some people are more visual than auditory, but we'll try to explain it the best we can. Um. Yeah, that's actually how I listen to your podcast too. Is is primarily in the car. So yeah, you know, it, it, sometimes sometimes it makes me have to visualize like the excellent noise you talk about. And, I know. And so um, yeah. So anyway, uh, you should be able to see my screen. This is Hoopsalytics. So I've got a full game of a uh, uh, full season of high school varsity here. Um, so you can basically go either multiple games or single games. So like I'll take uh, one of our games for example. Um, and so we, you know, we do some kind of cool visualization. So this is a game that that we lost. You can kind of see the running score and how we had like the little. Which team are here. you? The green or the red? You're red. We are the red. So we're Trekkie. Um, so you were never really up in that game. I love that. The one that you did for me recently. I love that because I could kind of tell. I in my head I was going, oh, I remember when that shifted, and it's like we were up and then we were down. It's like, I know I do like that. Yeah, and and you can get a nice idea of the flow. And so you get, um, you can also see like, you know, full comparison statistics. So points per possession, a lot of uh, people like that. Time of possession um, is always pretty interesting. Um, looking at, at the game that I broke down for you, you guys have a really long time of possession. You guys are very, very patient. Um, I mean, our girls were pretty much about 14 seconds. I mean, I think you guys were like at 21 seconds per session. Yeah, I think like both that. both the team that you saw and me, the co coach and I know each other so too well. And yeah, the possessions, I think, were in the mid-20s. And I love that you sent, you asked about, we play in halves, 18-minute halves. Yeah. So the flow is a little different. The, 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 definitely the flow is different when you play halves rather than uh, quarters. Yeah, um, I'd, I'd never seen that before. So we had, uh, you talk about obstacles. That was one of the things like, oh, there's a different way of running the clock. Yeah, I don't know for the only state. I don't know for the only state that does that. That might be something you have to think about too. But obviously, colleges yeah. do yeah. that, so it's not a big deal. But right, yeah, yeah. And we, you know, when you set up your account, you can basically set up all kinds of different um, quarters and halves and time and that sort of thing. Oh, you can set um, you as the you as the person set it up. Uh, well, we we give all the stock ones. So like most okay. of the high schools will go eight eight minute quarters. Um, right. You know, colleges are twenty minute halves. Uh, right. the AU is like 16 minute halves. Um, you guys are the only 18 minute half, but you know, we just added that to the program and okay. now it's there for hard. you okay. and all your competitors. Right. Um, Everybody in the state of Wisconsin. All right. <laughs> there you go. And so one of the cool things you can do with, with this particular thing is you can isolate it on a particular part of the game. So this is one where we were, you know, kind of getting slacked. Um, so you can just isolate that and then you can get your comparison stats. So we were outscored seven to four here. 
Um, you know, and there was, uh, you know, there were three for three from three throws, two for nine, zero for seven. Um, so you can isolate into on different parts of the game and uh, just get comparison stats if you want to see kind of what went wrong in a particular um, area. Just kind of fun. What, what, what do you, what, what's your, what's the first thing you look at when you pull up a game like this? What's the first thing you look at statistically? I usually look at the team stats. Um, so, you know, you can basically see, because, uh, you, you know, one of the things that we like to do is, is figure out, you know, who, who had a good game, who had a not good game. Um, so there's a, um, a points per possession. So PPP stands for points per possession. So yep. what we can do is we can break down. So like, for example, when, you know, Caitlin was on the floor, um, on offense, there were 0.6 points per possession. And then we gave up 0.64 points per possession. So she was a minus 0.04. Um, and you can you know, sort on all these things. So she was actually a most effective player in that game. Um, and I think she had, you know, she's always done well against this team. You know, some of the other girls, um, you know, this, this girl, uh, uh, she broke her wrist. And so she was um, not really able to shoot very well. So you can see her offensive point possession uh, went down a bit uh, because of that. Um, yeah, are you able to, like, am I able to figure out the best? Could you tell me the best five girls on the court for you in this game? Yeah, absolutely. So you can switch to, from players to lineups. So if we go to lineups, for example, these are the different um, arrangements uh, uh, that we had on there. And okay. you can do the same thing with the points per possession. Like So, so this lineup here, um, I think this was kind of more of a garbage time lineup. But um, like this one here, you know, they were, uh, they were actually plus. And they're plus one. And you can also um, amortize this over 32 minutes, too. So if, like, if a particular lineup had played the whole game, this is what the uh, outcome would have been. Um, obviously, this is a, a small sample size, which is why that's a big number. But um, now this lineup, had, had I kept them in, assuming they never ever got tired, um, that would have been the winning lineup. Um, or maybe maybe this one here. Right. It's hard because I think sometimes your brain thinks somebody – I mean – I've said this before. I have people on my bench keeping stuff because sometimes you think something's happening and it's not. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, and, and the numbers are kind of a good way to to either validate your assumptions or prove your uh, assumptions wrong. Right. As you go. Right. Um, and you know, obviously, you know, everyone loves offense, um, and so you know, above and beyond the analytics, you can give everything the eyeball test. So let's say, uh, you know, that's We'll go back to our players here. Um, so, you know, Tess had three turnovers. So we can click on her three turnovers and we can see, uh, you know, we can actually watch video of her turnovers. So here's one here. Um, so bad pass and go to the next one, et cetera. So, you know, you can look at the three turnovers like, like were they, you know, were they horrible? Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, they're, that's a legit turnover, right? And, yeah, so that makes it, so so does it are you able to like do like let's say you wanted to is it make film sessions easier and how does it do that like that um, that would so that would be a big part for me i think yeah so what you can do with your film sessions as you're scoring um let me go back to our games um you can basically mark different clips as part of a film session so if we go to games here and so you can see we have clips and comments so if we go to uh like this one had a lot of a lot of good stuff here so basically, um, you can say you have different people add comments, uh, some coaches, players, et cetera. You can you know, allow your players to comment if you want. And then you can also say, are they about everybody, particular person? So if you've got you know, a particular girl you want to sit down with or, or boy and um, just look at their clips, you can. Um, and then you can just uh, go through. So like this team, so we're in red here. You can see... Um, you can see how this girl is sagging here. So they obviously scouted us. This was one of our favorite sets where we high post it and this girl was super athletic and she could blow by everybody, but notice how she's sagging here. So that was one of the comments that we, we had, for example. Um, you know, so I would you know, sit down with our girls afterwards and um, you know, sometimes it's just for future reference or other times it's for, um, you know, things that they can do better. And you can make, you know, um, you know thumbs up, thumbs down. Like in this one, uh, number 13 is like, like dribbling way too much, right? So right. You know, we don't really want that. Um, and you, know, you see the comments here and one more. So now we're trying to you know, get our high post ISO, um, but there's there's no driving lane for her because the, the girl on the other side is wrong in the wrong position. 
Um, so stuff like that is, you know, super helpful. Um, I remember when I, this is the, the second full season I've done this with. First year, I did this uh, as a, a freshman boys coach. Went through afterwards, and there was a coach on the other team who had like a 30-year D1 coach was somehow coaching freshman boys and he had all these crazy inbound plays and sideline plays is like, okay, I got to remember these. So I can mark all these things and come back to him and like steal stuff from him. Um, no, I like, uh, I like how you can like, so let's say I, I have a, I have a play that's called double fist or something. So I love that you can kind of go into the program and then when you're breaking it down, you can label things, correct? Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, for example, there's a coaching staff. So I can take like all the games of the year, for example, I can get coaching stats. And so we've got our different sets. We've got our different uh, blob plays or based on inbounds plays. So I can like click through that and I've labeled all the different ones we have so I can see how the outcomes go. So we've got this one called uh, Jordan, which basically everybody runs. Um, but, you know, for our outcome, it's uh, 0.67 points per possession. It's about average with everything else we did um but again i can go through and i can see okay let's see what the successes look like um and so you've probably seen this play before a gazillion times and there's the it's it's america's play i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna reference it as america's play for people who are listening it's basically the inbounder throws it in you can run it out of a box or a low one four and then the inbounder goes same side corner or opposite corner i call it america's play because you see yeah yeah it's that or screen the screener, probably the most common baseline out of bounds plays. Yeah, exactly. And we actually didn't do much screen the screener last year. So, um, but looking at our competitors, uh, they had some really good success with screen the screener. So we're going to add that. In yeah, it's year. a hard thing to defend if you don't work on it. Like if you defensively, yeah. if you don't work on it, that's why, especially at the youth level and the AU level, you, you tend to see it a lot. Um, all right. So let's say, let's say I, I, I get this and I, and I, and I, and I'm playing this summer or I play next fall and I got it and I got a game and I kind of set it up and you kind of walk me through it. Um, how long for me to break down a game? The first, the first one. And then by the end of the season, like, so from November is probably different than March, but give me an idea of what you think the range is to break the game down. Yeah. And a lot of it depends on how much detail you, you want to add to it. Um, you know, you, you can, uh, uh, Add shot charts, which I think are really valuable. There's also rebounding charts. Um, and then you can categorize your plays, your turnovers, or decide not to. Um, so, you know, for a high school game, once you're up and running and comfortable, it's probably about an hour and a half to break down a game. Um, and, you know, pretty much every good coach out there is watching film anyway. Right. Uh, so you're basically watching the film as, as you break it down. Um, you, know, it's, you know, there are services out there that'll break the games down for you, but they don't give you nearly the level of of detail and, and right. stats, um, that you want. Um, well, no, you know, I was, well, like I tell young coaches too, it's like, this is part of, this is, <laughs> this is part of your apprenticeship. If you want to be a good coach, you got to break film down. <laughs> um, yeah, and I exactly. think the last time coach and I were talking, I was talking about my two VCRs. Like I used to, I mean, I've been, I'm trying, I'm cleaning my, I'm cleaning my room right now in school and, starting to throw vcr tapes out because i don't even know if i could buy a vcr anymore but anyway uh but i just remember but part of it is you just learn so much you learn so much by doing that like exactly. um, you know in the old days i was doing this with a piece of paper and a clipboard and it was a, it was a, i'm getting a lot of the same things but then i had to go do this i had to do the statistics the point for all that kind of stuff longhand because there wasn't something you know 30 years to do that or at least yeah that was affordable um, yeah. What, and, and, were, but again, also having it connected to the video is really nice too, because you know, the numbers are one thing, but you now you can click the number and, you know, watch all those events like assists or turnovers or rebounds. Um, and, you know, cause, cause kids, you know, you, you see the number, it's one thing, but you actually see the, the video behind the numbers and it's like, oh yeah, I did have seven turnovers and there they are, you know, and, and it's, uh, you know, yes. and likewise, I, I think it's a great way to model my parents too. Like if, you know, parents are wondering why Johnny's not playing very much. It's like, well, you know, come look at this. And, uh, you know, here's here's the numbers when he was on the floor. And, you know, here's his seven turnovers. And it's like, oh, my God, Johnny really did have seven turnovers. Johnny's you open know. for a reason is usually what I have to say to the parents. <laughs> 
Like it's, it's Johnny's open because he can't. Johnny can't shoot. That's why Johnny's open. It's like, well, Johnny's open all the time. He's open, yes, because they're not defending him. Like I wouldn't defend him either. Um, <laughs> so you wrote something. You wrote something in one of the emails he sent me about free throws. Like, was it? Oh yeah. Like, uh, what was that? Okay, so this is this is pretty cool. So um, I've seen this on on different um, uh, uh, different levels, where if we 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 can also track rebounds. So you can basically. Um, Say we can we'll show all rebounds, but on free throws. Um, so if you look at at the rebound locations on free throws, you'll see they're predominantly over on the left hand side. Um, so we can also with the opponents kind of the same deal. There's just there's a lot that come over here, um, and that was a really interesting little epiphany. Um, and I have a theory why that happens. I'd love to hear that because the sample's big enough. The sample's big enough too. He's not showing me like three dots. He's showing me a sample that's big enough that you can probably draw a conclusion. There's probably a regression law. Anyway, I won't get into the statistics by it. Yeah. Yes. Go ahead. But but I, I think it's probably primarily more at the, the less skilled levels. But I think what's happening is when the kids are lining up on the free throw line, they're basically having their body right even with the nail, right with the middle of the free throw, uh, you know, right even with the basket, right. And you know, of course, your shot is coming from the elbows. You're you're a little bit offset. So I think what's happening when they're missing the free throws is they're hitting the inside of the rim, and they're bouncing off predominantly to the left hand side of the floor. So they're not lining up. Have you done any? Have you done any diving into that at, with higher levels? That'd be interesting. Uh, not yet. We actually have a, a full season of uh, San Francisco College. Um, that we're going to analyze too, but I, I've seen this for both, um, you know, our varsity girls opponents, um, us, and also for uh, a freshman boys team. Um, so anyway, by the coaching point for all the coaches out there, make sure your kids are lining up with their shooting elbow on the nail rather than their body in the middle of the uh, free throw, and you'll you'll get yeah. some better results. Hey everybody! I hope you're enjoying the uh, the podcast. Um, some great tidbits coming up uh, after the break here, um, but I want to talk about Hoopsalytics a little bit. You know, it's a it's an affordable. I can tell you that uh, pro level um, stats and and analytics system for anybody. And um, like I've said, and I've told Coach this a couple times off the air, it's um, everyone should be using or breaking film down, you know, there's lots of things that do it for you and are very expensive, but um, it provides you with all sorts of statistics, which, which we're talking about in the podcast, but um, there's their coaching stats. They're ones that, you know, talk about schemes and talk about whether, whether things work versus man or zone. And then, you know, coach kind of can sees how it works with the funnel down defense and, and all those things. But um, it's a great way to, um, it's a great way to, to look at your team, to break your team down. And obviously as a stats teacher, it's a great thing. Um, it's the same system as pros use or high level high school teams use. Um, and, you know, there's a special deal you go. Um, I'll put the link down below, um, but it's uh, hoopalytics backslash teach. Um, and uh, there's a, there's a discount code in there. Uh, teach 22 will get you, um, will get you 25% off, which will, which will be gr- good. Um, and, uh, you can, you'll get a free game. You can do, you can test it out. You can uh, kind of kick the tires kind of like in teachhoops.com. And I think you'll enjoy it. So go over and check it out. Um, you know, we only, we only endorse products we really like and, and, and have used, and, uh, this is a great one. So go over and check it out and let's head back to the podcast. Interesting. So you really want to put your better rebounder on the left block probably. Yeah. Or what you could do is have like a uh, sort of run a little screenplay. If you're um, on the, if, if your team is shooting, just screen the the one person on the right side and have the other person come around to the left to get try left. to get the offensive rebound. Interesting. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to actually do that deep dive into that college team. That'd be interesting to see if that was yeah. if there's a tendency because you know if it's substantial, like maybe fifty three forty seven, or I mean if it's you know, statistically significant would be the question. Is it, um, Hmm, interesting. I've never heard that. 
All right, there's your there's your golden nugget for people listening. Uh, something to something to think about. I, now, something I've not thought about, which is unique. That I usually think about most of this kind of stuff. Um, so, so let's talk about funnel down and how that kind of came into into our discussion when we started talking about that. Because this is, I think, this is very intriguing to me. Yeah. So uh, what you're seeing on the screen now is our shot chart. So we charted uh, by 2,400. Um, shots during the course of the season um, and actually one of the before we get to funnel down real quick one of the yeah. cool things you can do with this is you can filter on distance so um, you know analytically minded I hate the long two um, so what you <laughs> can do with Hoopsalytics is you can basically say okay show me all the two point shots greater than a certain distance so we're showing everything outside of uh, 16 feet um, and then you can see either the team or individual players how they're doing so like my one girl was one for 15 um, on long twos. So, you know, we got to a point in the season, it's like, uh, you know, don't shoot that shot anymore. You know, I hate telling people not to shoot a shot, but I feel pretty good about, yes. you know, if you're one for 15 from long range, uh, you know, uh, don't do it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, I think that's pretty helpful because, um, you know, Again, you know, can you go the other way? Can you go? You can you can pull those dots together too, or not? Or you go one? Uh, What do you mean as far as for the green? Yeah, over there. Can you do from twelve feet to twenty-one feet? Sure. Yeah. So you can go twelve, twenty-one. Two point shots are always going to be inside of a particular range. Um, Right. Twelve to twenty-one. So because you kind of want to, you know. Like when we get to funnel, talking about funnel down, you want to exclude like the layups and that sort of thing. Right. But you can also, again, do details. So it's like, okay, let's look at the caption sheets from 12 to 21 feet. Um, and how did they do? You know, so 24%. Um, one of the, the other epiphanies I had about my team this year is we were horrible at jump shots, um, like eight for 73. So 11%. Um, I mean, even like closer in, we were still pretty bad. Um, yeah, 10%, um, you know, 0 for 10, 0 for 6, 1 for 13. I think at one point in the season, we were 1 for 38, and we started working on it and practiced a little bit more. And cause I guess I took over from another coach, and I guess he just never had the girls practice jump shots. Um, <laughs> well, you won't be but, very good at it if you don't practice it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. But, you know, we, we, we took a lot of them, and obviously most of them didn't go in. Um, and our opponents were, you know, a lot better, like 25%. Um, so again, that's the stuff that you you um you know you, you discover as you kind of chart this stuff out and start playing with it and analyzing, especially in the off season. Well, that's where um, that's where it kind of funnel down came too. It's like I I just want to keep people. You know, we run we run it we run it different ways where we'll we don't let them reverse it or we trap in the short corner or we keep them on a side. But I think and what happened is I started seeing things that look where they're hitting the shots. <laughs> look where they were killing us and look where they weren't killing us. Um, and that's why I wanted to, you know, it, it changed tempo, but it also came back to the shot chart thing. I think where it's like, they just weren't getting the things that you thought they would be getting. Um, yeah. And, and so I've been really interested in, in that concept of the funnel down concept of forcing everything to the side. So um, what you can do with the hoopsalytics is you can mark off a particular area of the court and see, what the percentages are. So if we take stuff that's, uh, this is the alley, right? The middle part, right. the, the terminology yep. is. Yeah, so the alley, uh, we're 24%. Um, and then we can exclude shots and we were 20%. Um, right. So, and again, if you if you make it a little bit narrower, if you just do like like paint oriented, um, it's, it's even more pronounced. So 27% in the alley, and then excluded for 19%. Why do you think that is? I have a couple theories about why I think people don't shoot as well. Uh, for one reason, I think if you're shooting straight on, you're more likely to get the lucky bounce than if you're shooting from an angle. Yeah, I think um, it's a perception thing, too. I don't know. I don't know how, I'm not quite sure how the brain works, but I think those angles, especially, you know, that mid, when you don't have the backboard. I think it's a depth, maybe it's a depth perception. That that's what I, something along those effects, especially at the lower levels. Um, you know, and then to be honest with you, you can be behind the backboard. 
Like I find that is the perfect spot to push people. Like right, um, right, yeah. Because it's the no man's land. Like yeah. I that that you know, it's the that's why we that's why when when they get it on the side, we funnel them to that to that kind of that no man's land. Um, you know, even NBA guys can't do anything back there. Like, what are you gonna do? Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. <laughs> you can't shoot over the backboard. Um, so it just it causes that. I think that's one of the things that I saw analytically from the, from the, from the funnel down too. Um, and we, to be honest with you, cause we, we came out of COVID last year and we didn't play. Um, we, we did it more out of a zone than we did it out of man. We didn't play much man funnel issue. We played a lot of zone um, just because the rotations are a little bit easier. It's a little bit easier to recover and, and, and to push into that, into that side. Um, yeah. Not, and, yeah. And, and, and we're going to run, um, probably a, a matchup zone funnel down next year. Um, Cause to, to that point, I think the, the man-to-man rotations are a little bit more complicated and yeah. you know, zones like you pretty much know where everybody is and uh, just simplifies it a lot. Um, so, there's other so reasons the, we want to do that too. But. Yeah. So the chart you have up now, could I, can I tell, is there any way to differentiate the left side of the right side percentage wise or not? Probably not. Sure. Um, yeah. No, so you can mark whatever you want. So, um, so for example, if we redid this, Let's say we want um, you know, two point shots, just like from here. Yeah, and I'd so want to mark up whatever you want. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So like twenty two percent from the left side, and then uh, and again, this is kind of rough, but eighteen uh, percent from the right side. It's kind of interesting. I don't know. That is interesting. I would have. That's usually not the case. <laughs> um, yeah, and then you... if we look at two point shots, so seventeen percent from here. Okay, and then if we look from here again, these are outside of a certain range, right? Um, yeah, so that looks like the right side is worse than the left side. Yeah, um, and usually that's funny. not the case, especially at the yeah. lower levels. There's more obviously more right-handed people. You know, usually you push them left, it helps. Um, but that's why yeah, I well, do. Well, the, the kids can't dribble left, but um, I think it's harder to shoot a jump shot going right than it is going left, at least for me. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder why that is. Yeah, yeah. So there, um, there you have it. Yeah, that's a, that's a substantial percentage points. That's a, that you know that's five or six points. Um, yeah. Uh, did you did you um, did you find anything as far as rebounding and stuff that you were able to use effectively, other than the uh, kind of the free throw thing? Yeah, the free throw thing was the most effective. You know, obviously, you know, this is still a work in progress. The next thing. I want to do is um, correlate the shots to the rebounds. So, for example, when you're shooting like from the left-hand corner, you know, uh, they say that most of the rebounds go opposite, um, but it'd be kind of cool to actually really do that with real data, and especially at the level we're at. You know, apparently 70% of the rebounds go weak side. Right. Um, from what I'm told. Um, but just being able to see that, and again, it might even vary from shooter to shooter too. There might be some, and you, I, I don't know if more... you can find. I've looked for recent statistics on that kind of stuff, and most of it's pretty old. Yeah, some of it's, some of it's pre three point line. Some of the statistics I can find on that. Um, yeah, it, well, and to be honest with you, rebounding is one of those things that you know, if you watch the um, you watch the Bulls documentary, Rodman would just have somebody come in and miss shots so he could learn how to read the bounces. So there's a little yeah, bit yeah. of a there's a little bit of a knack to that, but you're right. It's like how often does someone shoot that elbow, not even the elbow, maybe the wing shot, and it bounces right back to him. It never bounces back to him, you know. It bounces yeah. middle, it bounces weak side, you know. It bounces. Um, so yeah, I, no one's really done that deep dive. That would be inter- that would be an interesting thing to dive into this on to look at a little bit more, especially for my team. I think. Um, yeah, yeah, and uh, okay, I'll get started working on the update. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one update, and boom, there you go. <clears throat> um, I know um, you asked a question in your notes too about uh, uh screening and stuff in the funnel down. I switch everything, I just think it's easier, okay, even if we're yeah, in the matchup. That sort of makes sense, and I guess, um, yeah, so yeah, we want to run a, a one through one funnel down um with the matchup zone um, okay and so i think that's going to work well the number one it also you know because we've been kind of thin 
So the girls, I don't think are going to have to work as hard. They still have to work hard on defense, but less so than man-to-man. And number two, I think it sets you up nicely for transition. You know, if you've got your your two speedy guards, you know, kind of out front, um, yeah, they kind of know where to go right away. Right, people are in position. Um, right, and and you know, a lot of the teams we play, especially like on one of your podcasts, you said, uh, you know, you want to arrange your team so you can be the best team in the league. Um, and the best teams in our league play man-to-man. And right. They're really good at they're really good at offensive man-to-man because they play it defensively. Yeah. So the matchup zone kind of looks like a man-to-man. Right. Um, but it's, no, I think it will it will change the tempo on them enough that I think it will help you a lot. I do. I yeah. really. I mean, I always tell coaches zig when they're zigging, you zag, man. I mean, don't like literally. I'm in Wisconsin. You don't think with the Bennett's and the Ryan's that man to man is in pack line and like, holy crud, what are you talking about? Yeah, like, yeah. It's like gospel in Wisconsin. Well, that's why 20 years ago, I like, I'm going to zone some because everyone's playing man. And all of a yeah. sudden, you know, who was doing it last night? Well, golden state was doing it last night against uh, the yeah. man. Yeah. It was just painful. And they went boxing one too. For a little they went boxing one. It's like, okay. So people laugh and you run like, what are you talking about? The, Golden, uh, the 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 everyone's doing it. So no, yeah, yeah. The, the, the Heat do it a little bit, not as much as the Warriors do, but the, the Warriors are doing it, and they're actually doing it pretty effectively. They're doing cool. it very well. They're well, well coached. Kerr's a great coach. Yeah, yeah. And so the other cool thing about speaking of uh, matchup zone is is Kerr played um, at Arizona for uh, uh, Lou Olson, right? And they, he's like the originator of the of the um, matchup zone. So he took a lot of those principles and applied it to what the Warriors do, which is again, super cool. And, and, and uh, to be honest with you, they are, they talk about just like the major league baseball is king of, of statistics. Um, it's the exact same. It's the exact same thing. You don't think those NBA, they know when they tie their shoelace at the NBA level. What are you talking? I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. it's everything. Um <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, the, I mean the tracking they have is insane because they they track each player's movement every like tenth of a second, so they know that you know Curry runs six miles during a game, for example. Right. Um, yeah. And and they can tell you know how far the defender is away from every shot you know, to the like to the inch. No, it, it's it's crazy. I thought yeah. I thought it was funny the other day. I don't know which games you were watching, but God, that. Oh, it must have been. It was. It must have been the Celtics Heat one, and one, uh, one of the Celtics guys was standing on the bench, and one of the Heat's guys went to defend him. <laughs> oh, funny! <laughs> like because he thought he was on the court, and he thought he was playing, yeah. and he wasn't, and it just it it it. I saw it on Twitter. It just threw everything off. The guy got an open three on the other side because oh, someone really thought funny. someone was open because those guys stand half the game sometimes. It's yeah. Like, and actually the same thing happened with the, the Warriors and the Mavs. There was a guy in the Mavs that was wearing a white t-shirt and, and uh, everyone else on the bench was, was in the, the visitors blues and Curry passed the ball to the guy on the bench. And then the, the referees had a discussion with him next time. I was like, you can't wear that shirt. It's like, yes, I can. It's like, no, you can't. No, you yes, can't. I can. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like, it looks like a thing. All right. Are there any other key points? And I'll put a link for people listening and stuff and in the car, I'll put links down below so you can get um, connected with the coach. And, and, you know, there's a, you, you can try this out. This is like I said, young, co- you can try this out. They'll, they'll coach will even set up a, a call with you and walk you through some stuff. Um, but, uh, you know, they'll break, you can break a game, all that kind of stuff down. You can see all this stuff. I think you have some examples. I was looking at at lunch today too. Like, yeah. So if, yeah. if you go to, to hoopsalytics.com, um, it's, there's no N in there. It's just hoops, A-L-Y-T-I-C-S.com. Yeah. There's a couple of uh, demo teams. There's a, a college demo and high school demo, and you can basically play with the stats and analytics and that sort of thing and, and see what it looks like. And, you know explore all the, that, the that's the way i'm I'm gonna tell you that's the way i learn i gotta go and like yeah. you know she somebody could have told me when i started my youtube channel how it worked but i didn't i needed to figure out where everything was just by playing i'm like that's just the way i learned but um yeah. i'll put and, all that and, down and so, you, yeah and, and you get a one game uh, a free one game trial so you can take one of your games upload it um score it and you know it, it really shows the value when you um you know, when you have it with your own players and teams and that sort of thing. Right. Um, I mean, that's the, that's the kicker is it just, it, yeah. I mean, 
I coach coach and I were talking about the one game I did and it's like the that's some that the, the two two coaches that know each other and it was like like nobody made many mistakes but it but it's like that's when you learn like you're oh remember that and oh there and that happened and yeah. um all those yeah and, and your game was really interesting I mean your team had four turnovers in the whole game which is remarkable right um, and then and then the other team I, I did a chart chart and they they had like one like in the 45 degree angle where they were like super hot. And that's probably one of the weak spots of, of the zone defense in general when they're reversing and getting to that place. So, yeah. They're getting to the spot know. where it was open. I know. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's those, it's those crazy little things too. Um, and the great thing about this is it's like, it's, it, and, and if you like it, it's I personally, to me, it's affordable. Um, you know, that, that's what I love about it. It's just, you know, it's, you're not, you're not charging somebody six thousand dollars for synergy or something else you know all these other things that are out there yeah um, i mean it's it's similar to the sports code which the college is only 30 grand a year for right and you can get this for uh you know 99 and i'll give you a discount code too that you can share with your your okay. people which will make it like 79 so um you know again we're trying to get as many people using this as possible and and getting feedback and um yeah because there's there's lots of things you can track you can actually Custom track things like uh, like for your games, we started custom tracking post entries, um, right. ball reversals because I know they're they're pretty important for you. Um, yeah, so, you know when you look at your game, you can see hey, we have fifteen post entries, and you can watch them and see how they did, and you know how many passes were out of the posts and all those kind of things. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean you can, you, can, you can basically track anything you want. We give you some stock things, but if you're interested in you know uh, ball screens away or or miss box outs or whatever, all that stuff. You Dives on the floor. You could probably do something like that. Dives, yeah, or, exactly. You know, hustle yeah, stuff, stuff that most stuff doesn't have. I That's what I love, you know. Um, yeah. Things that, you know, I think an underanalyzed statistic is uh, ball touches. Like, literally tips and times you touch the ball. Um, you mean like like deflections? Deflections or, uh, or tips or anything where you get a hand on the ball. It can be on the floor. It can be yeah. you know a deflection. It can be a tip. It can be even on a rebound. Um, you know, I generalize yeah. them as a big category more than just deflections because it's not a deflection if you get up and get your yeah. hand on a rebound and stuff, but it's a ball touch. It's True. like the more ball touches you have, the better off you are on the other end. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, deflections are actually one of the stock that's what you can track yeah um, um and, and and i think i know what the number one high school statistic is to, to decide whether you're going to win a game what do, what do you think it is uh what do i think you think it is or no what do you think it actually is <laughs> well probably effective field goal or maybe offense rebounds yeah, I, w- I would say effective field goal percentage or turnovers at the high school level. Turnovers is another one, yeah. Yeah, I would say it's turn. I mean, from someone that's done it, I mean, again, purely observational, but I think it's, I, I think effective field goal percentage is probably maybe one, but I, you, 1A would be turnovers. If you turn the ball over, yeah. you can't win. Like, yeah. I mean, you better be a lot better than the other team if you turn the ball over. <laughs> yeah, there's this, this one thing that you'll see. You know, when you're looking at stats called it four factors, um, there's a guy named Dean Oliver that wrote a book in like 2004. He basically book. analyzed a lot of games and, and he you know, said, okay, these are the four things that determine whether you're going to win a game or not. And I think uh, offensive rebounds, effective field goal, um, turnovers, and I think trips to the free throw line was the other one. Um, so right. if, if you win all four of those, you're like 98%. Yeah. You don't lose. Sure. You're going to win the game. Yeah. <laughs> and the free throw ones, a part of that is aggressiveness. I think, you yeah. know, I've thought about like, you, you tend to get to the free throw line when you're the aggressor, you're attacking, true, true. you you know, you're pushing You're you know, if you're just shooting threes and not, you're not going to shoot many free throws. Like, so I think it's an interesting, but it's, um, is it basketball on a napkin? Is that the name of the book? I think it is. Uh, basketball on paper. Paper. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Next, actually, with one of your links from the newsletter, that's one of the books that you have on your Amazon store. Yeah, I love that. I love that book. I love that book. Yeah. It's deep though. That's like you, 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 you got to be a little bit of a. You got to be. Yeah, I'll. I could send you an article that's easier to read than that book. That book's. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I haven't gotten all the way through it, but I've gotten to the meat of it. And, um, but yeah, again, if, if you're a numbers guy like 
you and I, it's all this stuff is super interesting. And yeah, you know, yeah. again, it's just, just tweaking your schemes and your practices and everything. You know, it's, it's the money ball approach. It is. You know, it is. It's money ball. As I say, it's money ball for basketball. It is. Yeah, exactly. All right, coach. Um, we'll we'll and, do and this. Actually, just to, yeah, just one other quick shout out. I mean, as far as um, uh, funnel down goes, um, I bought your funnel down uh, package and it's going to be super helpful. Um, I mean, the, you know, the, the concepts are pretty simple, but just being able to figure out how to teach it properly. Yeah. The breakdown know, really drills anywhere are, else. Yeah. The breakdown drills yeah. are great. The, just the, the sequential stuff. Cause to be honest with you. So for people listening that it, 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 it can, it, it's hard for them to know that someone's going to, when you funnel hard to the baseline and you funnel and you don't let them reverse, it's a hard, it's like a 10 degree rotation of hips that it's unbelievably hard for them to get. But once they get it, it freaks teams out. And, and what would be interesting from a statistical standpoint would be when we ran it, ran it well, we didn't always turn people over, but we sped them up and they took quicker shots. Um, yeah. yeah, it would be interesting to see that that time thing. But um, when, we were, when we were tracking it, it's like, you know, rather than a 18% 18-second possession, they were at like, 12 to 10, which means yeah. we were getting them to go faster and they were taking shots that they didn't necessarily want. Will they hit some of them? Yes. But they're, it's again, like you saying, out of going into the zone rather than the man, it's getting them out of that comfort zone, I think. Yeah. 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 And, and they see that baseline wide open. It's like, oh boy, I, I can Whoa. go hit that shot. No, it's oh, like opening the, the door. There, there's the center. Yeah. It's the Willy Wonka of them. Like, you see, you're opening the door to the candy store and, Especially at my level, when you tell them go ahead and they see a lane, yeah, it's hard for them to pass that lane up. Like exactly, <laughs> it's like here I go. It's like and then well, and you watch, yeah. if you've watched NBA, it's like giving Giannis when you give Giannis a lane, he goes. Well, then guess what? Yeah, yeah. Smart steps in and takes the charge, you know, and flops. And anyway, don't get me started. Yeah, and, and a lot of the NBA teams are also. Uh, forcing baseline too. You'll you'll notice throws hedging and letting them go baseline and stuff. They so. want because they, and, yeah. and I talked and I have a former player that plays for the Bucks and he said they try to get him behind that backboard because it's a defender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it's like, whoa, what do I do at this point? But yeah, I mean, right. even just keeping him out of, out of the middle and there's you know there's basically one passing angle on the side and two on the middle. So it, it, it works so that. well. It works so well. Yeah. Um. Uh. I will put the, right. I will put a link down below. Um. And uh, for everyone that's listening, and you can go check it out. And if um, if you have any questions, you can email me at steve at teachhoops.com. Bill, give your email too, so they can, yeah, they can reach I'm out to you. Bill at hoopsalytics.com. So hoops, A L Y T I C S.com. Yep. And I'll put um, that yeah, down and, below in the show notes too. Okay. Sweet. All right. Um, thanks, hey, coach. This is really fun. Um, I hope we get to do it again sometime. Oh, we'll do it again. We'll do it again. Once once Great. I've done some fishing this summer, we'll do it again. You know, I got to get out of fishing. All right. Thanks, coach. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.